Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Spitting Fire with Keetris. I am your host, Keetris Keys. So let's just get into it. Back in September of 2019, I met a young lady who had just given birth, and she named her daughter Ember. E-M-B-E-R. Ember. As soon as she told me the baby's name, something resonated within me. When I got home that evening, I got settled, and I looked up the definition of the word. And it's a small piece of burning coal or wood in a dying fire. And God spoke to me and said, The spark is there in you. Reignite your fire. At that moment, something broke in me. And I was determined not to let the trials of fire, trials of life, extinguish my fire. I was determined not to let anything kill my passion. I was done letting the enemy talk me out of um, pursuing my divine purpose. I made up my mind to go harder than I'd ever gone before. Can anyone relate? I know we've all had those times when we just felt like it's not worth all the hassle. We're just going through the motions, existing and not living. We're surviving and not thriving. Yep, been there, done that, got a t-shirt too. Well, on this particular night, I said no more. I had almost allowed the enemy to extinguish my fire. I had almost allowed the cares of this life to drown out the purpose God had intended for me. I had almost allowed the job, the career that I was trapped in to take away everything that God had created and purposed for me to be in this earth realm. After speaking with that young lady and hearing that name Ember and coming home and deciding that I was not going to allow the enemy to snuff out what God had placed in me, I made up my mind, no more. The name of that baby sparked something in me. I now know that that was a divine uh, encounter. God will do whatever is necessary to get our attention. When we allow the cares of this life to, to drown us, to drown out his sound, to drown out his voice, and when he has placed divine purpose within us, he'll do whatever it is that he needs to do to get our attention by any means necessary. Yep, I love me some Malcolm X, but that's a whole nother show. I immediately started looking up and studying about fire and reading scriptures on fire. I came across Leviticus 6, 12 through 13, and it reads, The fire on the altar should be kept burning on it. It should not be put out, and the priest shall burn wood on it every morning and lay the burnt offering in order on it and he shall burn on it the fat of the peace offering a fire shall always be burning on the altar it shall never go out I listened for revelation concerning the scripture and God revealed to me that the altar is my heart now I'm no longer required to offer burnt offerings in the forms of uh, bulls and doves and those things But my offerings are now to be prayers and praises. You see, when the Holy Spirit lives within us, within our heart, our heart is the altar. We are to always 
fan the flames of our heart, thereby keeping the fire burning. The scripture explicitly says the priest, which is me and you. Now you may be saying I'm no priest, but I promise you, if you are in the kingdom, you are a priest. First Peter 2 and 9 tells us that we are a royal priesthood, so we should be burning wood every morning. Why morning? Because it's easier to maintain a fire than to restart it. Before we start the day facing all that we must contend with, fight with, and whatever the enemy brings our way, we should be fanning the flames of our heart before we even leave to to go to work, before we even leave, before we even start our day. We should be fanning the flames of our heart. We should be in his face, praying, meditating, studying his word, spending that devotional time with him, and seeing, letting him download into us what we need for that day. We should fuel up early in the morning and be prepared. The morning is a special time for prayer. According to Psalms 5 and 3, In the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay requests before you and wait in expectation. How much easier is it to face the day after we fan the fires of our heart with prayers and praise to the Most High God? Now this verse also states that it should be the fat of the peace offering. This also has significant meaning. In Genesis 45 and 18, God tells his people that they would eat the fat of the land. Now we know that he didn't literally mean fat, but he wanted them to know that he had the best in store for them. So in this verse, when he refers to fat, he wants the best praise, the best prayer, the best studying that we have to offer unto him. Now it's a lot easier to start that out in the morning rather than to go out, face the enemy, fight with everything he throws at us, get tired, get worn down, then try to come home and give prayer and supplication to God. No, it's simpler to do in the morning. Fuel up so you can spit fire to the enemy when he shows up in your face. So you've put something in your gas tank. You put something in there that you can pull out. But if you leave home and you hadn't filled up your gas tank, you're on empty, there's no way you can spit fire. There's no way you can tell the enemy you're a liar you got to get out of my way there's no way you can do that so fuel up in the morning offer him the best praise offer him the best prayer then verse 13 tells us that a fire should always be burning and it should never go out now if you want to keep the fire burning then you must not spend your time with fire extinguishers Uh uh-huh I said it no fire extinguishers Whatever that may be, whether that's family, friends, job, career, whatever it is, if it's extinguishing your fire, then you need to cut it. Now, I also know that we can't just cut things right at just at that time. So what you have to do in order to sustain is fan the flames of that fire, fan the flames of that fire so that when the enemy comes, when those negative negativity negativities come when those people come with those negative connotations with those negative statements then you have fans your flame and it's burning so bright and it's burning so high that that negative doesn't even penetrate your flame the more wind you put on a fire the bigger it gets the longer it burns so if you fan that fire that fire you won't have to contend with all of that it'll be like oh mm, fire burnt fire burnt burn them up 
burn them up, spit and fire. Whatever the enemy comes, you got a word for them within your belly that you can tell them. You spit and fire, and it's over and done with. But you do, there are some things, and I know for a fact, there are some things that we can get rid of. We might not want to. We want to hold on to it. But I promise you, if you go ahead and get rid of it, if you go ahead and cut it, you will see better results. We must fan the flames of our hearts until the fire is so big that it overshadows all the negative. Anything that keeps you from tending to your fire is not of God. It's from the enemy. We serving him notice right now, I'm spitting the fire of the word of God. That we are no longer being ruled by your negativity. We are no longer being ruled by the fire extinguishers in our life. God tells us in his word that we have dominion. We have power. We have all of this over the enemy. He has given us authority to decree and declare in this earth. He has put what we needed in our mouth. And if he hadn't, and if you are of the kingdom, then what you need to do is go back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. And reignite your fire with God. But he has given us authority over all the powers of the enemy, over all the prince, the principalities. He's given us all the authority, but we walk around like we're the victims. No, we are the victors. We fight from a place of victory. We don't fight for victory. We fight from a place of victory. Yeah, we do. But we walk around with our head hung low like we are on the bottom of the totem pole. We're not. We are the head and not the tail. We're the lenders and not the borrowers. We are above and not beneath. And it's time for us to be walking in the power that he has given us as kingdom people. We are the authoritarians here, not the enemy. So it's time to raise up. It's time to start spitting fire. It's time to fan the flames of your fire. It's time for you to do whatever it is you need to do to get up out that rut you in. Uh-huh. And fight the enemy. He has placed a business within you. He has placed a book within you. He has placed so much within you. But you allow the enemy to run roughshod in your life when you don't have to. Because you feel like what? I'm not worthy. I can't do it. She has more than me. She's smarter than me. That's the enemy talking to you. Sometimes our worst enemy is ourselves. Get out of your head, get out of your mind, and get in the face of God and allow him to reignite what he placed in you in the first place. You are gifted. You have the giftings of God. Use what you have in your hand. Use your mouth to declare that you will be prosperous. Use your mouth to declare that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You use your mouth to declare to the enemy that he will not rule your life anymore. So what? So what are you going to do? What what are you what is it that you need to do? You need to carve out time each morning to fan the flames of your heart by spending time with God, reading scriptures, praying and praising him. You are the flame keeper. You your own flame keeper. It's up to you to fan the flames. What else is it that you need to do? Stop hanging around fire extinguishers. Don't allow negativity to even come your way. And when it comes, then you got a word that you can fight with. 
One of my mottos is, if you're not in my life to elevate, then I cannot relate. Bye, Felicia. See ya. And that's how I deal with it. I roll with it just like that. If you come around me with negativity, you got to go. Because I'm not going to bring negativity around you. If I can't give you a positive word, if I can't drop something purposefully in your heart, then you're not going to hear from me. And that's the way I want you to come to me. With something that's that's that's, that's positive, that's that's uh, fire burning, that that's God is God is saying, girl, you got purpose, or dudes, you got purpose, or or you 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 are the head and you're not the tail. I mean, you do you know what God has placed in you? Then if you're not coming to me like that, don't even open your mouth, cause I promise you, the fire I'm gonna spit on you, you ain't gonna be able to sustain. What else can you do? Pick a scripture and meditate on it. Let that scripture be your grounding scripture. My grounding scripture is Romans 8 and 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord, who are the called according to his purpose. That's my grounding scripture. So no matter what the enemy brings my way, and trust me, you will hear in further episodes some stuff that he's brought my way. I let him know that all things are working for my good. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care what it's tasting like. I don't care what it's feeling like. I don't care what it's smelling like. I don't care what you say it is, devil. God said it's working for my good. So in the end, I'm going to benefit from whatever you bring my way. So you know what? Bring it. Because you only bring in good my way because it's all working for me. How about that? How about that? So I, in, I, I, I want you to, I implore you to pursue your divine purpose. Whatever that is, God has a destiny for you to fulfill. He did not create you to live in mediocrity. You are an influencer. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are more than a conqueror. You have greatness on the inside of you. You are the apple of God's eye. Rise up and live out the calling that he has predestined for you to live. Point blank, bottom line. You were divinely created to be in this earth realm for such a time as this. Rise up, live out the true creed of your calling. Until next time, be good and I love you.